It has been two years since the trade galaxy was shaken to its core by the actions of a single, mismatched, multi-species crew. Whatever you think of the heroes of Yentao, also known as the Space Squad, one thing is certain. All eyes are watching for whatever they do next. You what? I what? You hang around here often. A bit. You might make some money, but you'll have to make yourself useful rather than nicking it. How much money? Eh, depends how useful you are. What is it you want to know? But can't do it here. If I'm a grass, I'll never get back in. To the bar? Aren't you a bit young? It's tourmaline, mate. What rules do you think apply here? I don't think that there are alcohol age limits on tourmaline, uh, Lorelai. Eh, fair. Still holding up my quarterstaff, I nudge the others. Well, depends how far we'd have to go to be not here. They look around and then tip their head at a nearby alleyway. That'll do. Corel says in Thieves' Cant, let's not be having any funny business. Ooh, okay, the the teenager looks back at you, quirks a brow and go, and says in these kind, since when do the Apota speak that? Since it was useful. Fair answer. No funny business, so long as you pay me fair. Uh, can I do an insight check on... Yeah, go ahead. Um, 18. Okay, uh, with an 18... Uh, you can tell that this person is putting on quite the bit of bravado and is actually quite nervous. And it's a lot more nervous than they're letting on. They are like maybe 16 or 17 at a push. So they are very young. Lead the way then. Uh, yeah, the, the, the teenager just like leads you into this alleyway about four houses down from the bar like spit and polish that you're heading to um the alleyway is like super cramped um you immediately don't think this was made with humans in mind it was maybe more made with Aristotle in mind so it's very very cramped wait can i even uh, get in <laughs> you can get in but you're like bent double corral and they like lead you back and back and back down this alleyway until it opens up into a teeny tiny courtyard and then they just kind of stand back against a wall with their arms folded and go so what you want to know Lady archaeologist, Marty Bonham. Yellow jacket, red lipstick, basically amazing fashion sense. I don't know, no, Marty Bonham. Insight. Insight check. Insight check. Everyone at once. 18. 21. Lorelei. 1. Oh my god. Lorelei, you are the only one who beat their deception roll. Lorelei, you see this person's face twitch as you say that, as like the name Marty Bonham has said, they definitely know who that is. Don't bullshit me. You obviously need money. Tell us what you know. Do I need money more than I need my head? Ooh, what's she gotten into? I don't know. I think Schlepp's just gonna lean down and put like, gently put their hand on their, sh- on their shoulder, just like, it's all right, you can tell us. Can I do like try a roll of persuasion? <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to like get it open up because this seems to be the session where where everyone's emo- emotional. You can roll with persuasion, but because you touch them, it's with disadvantage. 14. Uh, the kid shrugs off the hand and is like, get the fuck off me. In Thieves' Cant, again, Corel uh, dresses. What would it take for it to be worth your while? I can point you to... 
I can get you in to where you need, where you can find out everything you need. But I want a way off this planet and I want a new life. Is, did they say this in Thieves' Cant? Yeah. I'd say, okay, they're prepared to cooperate if we get, get them passage off, off the planet. That is demanding way too much. I'm just telling you what, what the terms are. I mean, we have a big ship. Um, is there anything that we know of? Like, are people not allowed to leave? Not as far as you know. Like, everything seems... He probably like, just doesn't, no... doesn't have enough money to pay for a ship yeah. off, is all. Yeah, so we either pay or we take him with us. <laughs> can I try intimidate? Yeah, sure, you can roll intimidation. 13? What, what do you say? So I say, look at here, you little varmint. We are not in the mood for screwing around. You might be scared of whoever's got your head on a potential platter, but we are the ones who are right here, right now. So who's more scary, them or us? They are. Okay. While that's happening, Corel gets the communicator out and pops uh, Mandy Fox a message. <laughs> what do you say? Hi, Mandy. Got a potential employee for you if you're interested. Mandy replies after a few seconds and says, Oh? I take a picture. I'm not saying anything during this. This is happening in the background while Crick's trying to be intimidating. <laughs> the picture click, like the, the camera clicks and the kid looks up and is like, the fuck are you doing? No, 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 don't look at it. Don't look at them. Look at me. Lorelei's just stood there with her quarterstaff still up, just looking at what's happening around her. Like, I hope this works. I, I write, kid seems in a b bad way, could use an opportunity. If you can swing by Mokotel to pick him up, might be useful, do you? Yeah, I'm willing to give him a chance. All right, young fellow, I just got you a job and a way off the planet. You're not, you're not joshing, like for real? Yeah, I called in a favour. A job is what, Corral? Can I see? Have you got proof? I showed the message, keeping a tight hand on my communicator. That's a good idea. And they go, okay, okay, um, yeah, uh, Marty, Marty Bonham, um, she's been in loads, like, for years, um, Last time I saw Marty was like six months ago, but I know that she was in deep with German. German? Yeah, he's like the site overseer. He still runs the place, like he thinks it's some kind of mine. Like, he's a scary guy. Is he a site himself? Oh God, German's an Araswati. Can I ask for clarification? When you say site overseer, do you mean like- Overseer of sites. Or like of a location site? S A S I T E. Yeah, I thought. I, I assumed Paige meant the uh, location. No, I, I wrote the other one. Yeah. And does this site overseer have a connection with the Corsairs? <laughs> does he have a connection with the Corsairs? He's one of the boss's key lieutenants. Of course he is. Um, is that all you know? Can you take us there? I know where his office is. Are you going to get us arrested on the way there by accident? I can get you in. Snuck in or in through the front door? I can... And the kid kind of straightens out their coat and kind of taps at the golden V stone there and says, I can get you in. I've got the passes if you can get the coats. Or I could let you in. Since it seems avoidable at this point, get us in the front door and I might be able to make the rest of it work. Are you sure? Like, I could open a window for you. No, I'm assuming this German 
German. German. He's quite particular about it. I have my ways. Don't worry too much about it, kid. Um, is that uh, is that mark there going to make it difficult for you to leave? Oh, it's just a coat. I can take it off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what it means? I don't owe the corsairs anything. Insight. Oh yeah, roll an insight, Duncan. Can I do one as well? Yeah, sure. Eighteen. Nineteen for me. Lorelei and Corel. You get the impression this kid maybe cared about the Corsairs once, but has gotten in a bit too deep and feels out of their depth or wants something not as violent and scary. Okay, you help us with this and you take that job and you don't fuck it up, okay? You don't have to tell me twice. Awesome. And judging by the situation of the place around us... Do I know how much might be a logical amount to give him to get some decent clothes and some food? Oh, okay, that's very fair. Um, You guys have rolled a couple of good perception checks, so I will say that you would probably estimate that tourmaline's not that expensive, so you could probably give him, like, just clothes and food, right? Something so that his time before he, he leaves is comfortable, and when he gets on his ship to leave, he doesn't look like he just crawled out of the trash. Maybe like 350, 400 credits. So I'll give 570. Okay. This is an upfront. Make sure you're fed and you look good when your transport arrives. Holy shit. And he kind of clutches it, the credit chip to his chest and he's like, thank you. And he starts to wriggle in place and like, r- like wriggles out of his coat and is like, I probably shouldn't wear this anymore if I'm going to they're gonna ask what I've got. Um, take and it, take it. You could use it. You could you could use it. It's got the stuff on it. I take it and I'm like, okay. Could you draw us a quick map? Yeah, sure. I can send the PDF to you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's the future, um, baby. <laughs> who needs paper? What's a paper? I've never seen paper or a pencil. I know the PDF. <laughs> Okay, so as you kind of sit in, like, as you kind of stand in this teeny little courtyard together, uh, he gets out, like, a very battered-looking little um, comms computer and, like, swipes over to you um, some information. So, like, a rough map of tourmaline on a, on a PDF. <laughs> An interactive, clickable PDF, guys, which shows, like, the different bar locations as well as, like, some of the old mining facilities like where they are and what they've been converted to and he taps a finger on one of like this this huge tower um which you saw on the arrival actually it's one of these it's a really gigantic tower at one end of the city with a with a wheelhouse beneath it that presumably pulls and plums something from below and he taps it and goes german's offices uh he's he fancies himself an overseer like i said he's taken over that whole area up there you can walk in the front door and then he taps the wheelhouse and he goes, or you can ride the gears. Thank you for your help. Uh, and I look around at the group and I'm like, we're all okay with this, yes? Yeah. 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 Seems fine. I move forward slightly and like put my hand forward as if to put one of my hands over the top of his where he's holding his communica- his um like money chip. He like flinches for a second but then stays still. Um, I put my hand over it and was like, I'm sorry your life hasn't been easy up until now. Be careful. 
going forward. If you're in as deep with the Corsairs as it would seem, let's just hope they're fine with letting you go. He kind of laughs humorlessly and is like, what, cho- what choice do I have? No, I'm, I'm saying just keep your head on a swivel, kid. I'll do my best. Thank you. Don't mention it. Um, the information you've given is more than worth it. Now, uh, you go. We'll wait a little bit before leaving. Just a moment. And I just take a couple of minutes to straighten out meeting points and, and what not for this kid. Ah, oh, very fair enough. Um, a little back and forth. And I just make very clear not to call, cause um, Mandy any trouble. I won't, I won't cause Mandy any trouble. Mandy? Corral? Yes? What job did you offer this kid? I got them a post on the brittle. So now we're in the business of recruiting pirates. Unlike you, Captain, Mandy has gone legitimate. Okay. (laughs) Burn! I would like to give, like, the location of the KJ2, just in case he runs into any trouble. Uh, He looks quite amazed that you have a tang and, like, goggles at the information, and then kind of waves gawkily at all of you and scurries out of the alleyway and out of sight. I'll have messaged Junie to be like, hey, this kid might come your way. Junie loves kids. It'll be fine. Junie sends you a message back that says, we haven't talked about children yet. (laughs) (laughs) You can go in through the main entrance of the overseer wheelhouse thing, or you can climb up the wheels. I mean, do we still want to see what's inside the spit and polish? Just, just as a looky. No, we're moving on. <laughs> no, we're moving on. on. No, we're moving on. on. We need to move on. on. We'll never know we'll what's never inside know. the spit and polish. As you walk past, you see the gleam of coins and magic and money and wonder. There's a circus in there. I are putting on a fantastic show, and you're missing out. <laughs> Fire! I don't want to know what's going on in a pub named like that. Are you dimension door inside? No. Paige is like, you might Please. finish this arc in this session, but I don't think that's going to happen. Sorry, we, we, yeah. <laughs> you head across the city to the wheelhouse. Uh, like I said before, this is where the kind of gears and cogs of the mine are. So absolutely enormous area full of supersized machinery, like enormous wheels, enormous gears, enormous pulleys and ropes, and everything is under pressure and moving and is quite it's very intimidating space uh the way up to the wheelhouse like cabin and offices is via these huge basket lifts which are being levered up and down by cranes so they're like manned or yes okay they have like cage walls around them and you have to like it seems like people are like showing something before they get on into the baskets like they're kind of stopping and pausing and then going into the baskets can we take like the pin off of the coat yeah, sure, you can take the pin off the coat. And I also get out... I'm not quite sure how I transport things. I guess I have a like a fanny pack or something. Because <laughs> that makes... That's horrible. Wow. That genuinely makes the most sense for an Araswati, <laughs> though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get out of my fanny pack the golden acorn that Talia left to me. Oh, God. And also the um, antler jewellery. I just sort of hold it in my hand and I'm like, okay. Oh, you bit the bullet once today. Time to do it again, Lorelei. Hey, 
and I put my hand on her shoulder. We're all with you, remember? I know. Thank you, Crick. Um, and I I put my hand over Crick's hand and I'm like, eh. I was like, you're all very good. This may be, no, no, not maybe. This is is going to be chaotic, but we'll do it. We'll get through it together. And I take a step forward, leading the way. Okay, uh, you approach the you approach the basket, which could carry up to the cabin, and you see that guarding the basket's gate is an Araswati carrying a shotgun blaster, which is almost as big as they are. And as you approach, the Araswati cocks it and points it at you and goes, "What business do you have with German flathead?" I would like to cast guidance on Lorelei, which will allow her to add a d4 to an ability check of your choice. Oh. Uh, do you want a bardic? I can give you a bardic. Oh, yes, please. Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah, uh, so <laughs> I'll give you a quick finger gun uh, and you've got a bardic. So, <laughs> Lorelei approaching with you two going to go in the background. We're supporting her. I feel loved. Giving me magical hugs. And so I look up and I'm like, um... We wish to speak with him. Um, and I show the emblem in one hand and the acorn in the other. Is that a joke? No. All right. And then the Araswati kind of reaches to their like V golden button and does something to it. And then you hear a comms beep. And then a voice goes, And the Araswati goes, there's someone here who's got, asking to see you, sir, and has got an, a golden acorn and some horn jewellery. What's your name? Do you have a name to go with that? Lorelei Wide Wanderer. Lorelei Wide Wanderer. And then or before this person even finishes speaking, the com like freaks out. And then you hear him going, Lorelei Wide Wanderer. Amazing. And there's a really long pause, and then they go, Send them up. Immediately. And the Araswati goes, Oh, uh, I guess you can go up, uh, Lorelei, and friends. Looking very bemused, the Araswati, like, opens the gate to the basket and, like, gestures for you to go inside. I, I, as I pass the guard, I say, Excellent job, by, by the way, excellent guard work. <laughs> The Araswati's markings flash in like a blush. And as I'm as that's happening, I'm going to if he has pockets, I'm going to try and pick them. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. I'm going to give you advantage because the Araswati genuinely was like a bit taken with that. Uh, twenty-two. Oh my! God. Yeah, you pick the Araswati's pocket. Anything um, useful? Let me think about what they might have. Like security keys or... A granola bar. No, 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 wait, wait. Your role was excellent. May I make a suggestion? Steal his pants. No! I don't want his pants. (laughs) I don't want want his pants. pants. I don't want his pants either. I just want to see if you can steal his pants. Oh, where are my pants go? Yeah. Another time. Another time. Okay, another time. Natural 20, steal the pants. You find three things in this Araswati's pockets. A black credit chip. (laughs) A <laughs> some kind of adorable little keepsake with a photo of another Araswati in it. 
Oh no. And like a date that looks like it looks like it's been held and thumbed and loved many times. And then the final item is a little white V shaped like the golden V but in white and made out of plastic. Okay. With that roll, can I put the treasured keepsake photo back in his pocket? I'm going to make you roll again if you want to do that. That's fair. Uh 21. Yeah, you managed to put the keepsake back. I did- I just crouch like, ugh. <laughs> I don't want to take that. I don't, Carol basically can't fail in pickpocket, from what I can see. <laughs> well, it's it's um, I've got a plus eleven and reliable talent on it, so yeah, I can't. Yeah, you bastard. If you check the credit chip. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it has like a hundred and fifty credits on it. Is that what he doesn't have right now? Oh, a pl- a pl- you know, you know, I might put that back as well. To be honest, he needs it more. Are you gonna roll again <laughs> to put the money? If- if you'll ask me to, yes. Oh my god. I will make you roll, yes. Okay. 24. Girls like browsing at the supermarket, putting things in and out of the RSWT's box. Does any I'm of the party notice Karel just... No, because this is sneak, so is we don't know. Like, this is, I mean, this is three rolls, but it's happening in like seconds. Uh, yeah, no, uh, you browse through this Araswati's pockets, putting things in and out. <laughs> Very <laughs> until quickly. You, until you're left with just the plastic uh, white V. Amazing. Okay. And the the basket door clangs shut behind you all, and you hear the Araswati bark something into their comm, and then the, the, uh, like, the basket starts to rise, clunking upwards. It spins slowly in place, too. It's not a pleasant haste to be. Also, the floor is a grill. So you can see the ground far beneath you. But yeah, um, yeah, it rises slowly up and up and up and up. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand on Lorelei's shoulder and say Now, she may be Tali Goldenhorn, but don't forget you are Lorelei Wide Wanderer. And that is pretty damn amazing. She may be the sun, but I am all the stars. Hell yes. Damn, that's cute. I wear some moons. Schlub <laughs> <laughs> says that, and Lorelei goes from being incredibly tense to just belly laughing. <laughs> as you're belly laughing, the basket clunks to a stop and starts swinging to the side as it's swung onto a platform. You see outside of the stripy tape outline of where the basket is going to rest there's someone waiting for you <sighs> can i take a perception check please okay so i got a 10 but i'm rolling both both my guidance and my bardic inspiration because <laughs> lorelei is like i must see everything um so i got a 10 plus a 10 from the bardic plus a one from the guidance so that's a 21 plus 13 is a 34. You didn't really need the guidance and the inspiration, but fair enough. No, I, I 100% didn't, but she would do it because she's panicking. <laughs> With a 34, Lorelei, you kind of press your face up against the cage wall like, ah! <laughs> and you see an Araswati standing just outside the checkered, like the stripey tape. Um, and an Araswati with sandy fur and bright red luminous markings and horns that sweep back into tall spikes the horns are metal 
but they are not gold. <gasps> and this Araswati's face when they look up at you is not familiar. And then as your basket lands on the ground, this Araswati um, pulls uh, the hilt of a light, we- a, li- a hard light weapon out of the pocket and activates it into an enormous double-headed axe. And their, their eyes, when they look at you, have like this kind of terrifying rage in them. And the door opens and this Araswati stands in the doorway and says, Who of you is Lorelei? What have I done? What have you done? What has she done? You! And he swings and points the axe at you, Lorelei, and says, You have made the boss very, very unhappy. (laughs) She left me. She cried. I saw it. I did not see it. I heard it around the corner, but I know it was her. This guy's white knighting hard. <laughs> she left me 11 years ago. We agreed to leave together after I had sorted things out with my family, which was difficult because my family is incredibly large. I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of Araswati. Um, instead, Jomin does not care about family. Um, instead of waiting for two years, she left without me and did not come back. Jomin kind of pats his axe in his hand and then just goes, Well, you can sort it out with her. Come with me. And he like marches off. Almost like he's expecting you guys to follow him. I honestly thought we were going to have to fight him. <laughs> I had this whole speech prepared. <laughs> I was going to say, I am Lorelei. <laughs> and they are Lorelei. <laughs> and she is, we are all like Lorelei. sightseeing and we're all Lorelei. <laughs> but uh, but I, I guess we'll, we'll leave that on the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the floor, I guess. Can I, like, do a perception check to see if anything's going to, I don't know, spring out or something? Yeah, you do a perception check. Cool. 16. There are definitely guns everywhere, all pointed at you. Like, in little wall-mounted turrets. Like, you are very much under crosshairs. Um, I think I try to message people, like, with the message cantrip. Like, I, I, it looks like I'm pointing, but I try to be, like, sneaky about it. But let me roll perception. I sort of surreptitiously showed the white V to Faraday. Any idea what this is? Maybe like a pass or something? Does it look like one? Don't know. <laughs> I was expecting I was expecting the engineer to do some sort of engineering check, but Oh right. You can do a measuring <laughs> check on this thing, Faraday. Yeah. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay, you're your engineering experience means that you can see a fine seam running around this V and like something that might be a catch. Is this his bad tip leaf holder? Probably more precious things <laughs> just, in It there. looks like something you could open. Oh. Sort of like a lock of hair or something. <laughs> uh, okay, then I'll like mime. I just sort of flick it in the palm <laughs> of my hand. It's another photo of that Araswati, and this time it's accompanied by two tiny little fawnlings and a bit and a word that says "our family." <laughs> Why has he got? How has he managed to get get wow. that picture to look like a V? <laughs> I think it's literally like like a heart. One half of the V is like his partner, and the other half. I is was trying to get something like a security pass off this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes. 
sometimes it's not that deep. <laughs> okay, so with message, everyone knows that there's guns around. Uh, I raise my hands. We're all friends here. Don't, you know. <laughs> they don't know that we know. Jamin leads you across the the platform where the um, basket elevators are dropped and he takes you to another lift. This one, just a kind of rattly one that shoots up the side of uh, a nearby building about five stories to a, an, like an oversized, you know, like how an air traffic control tower has that oversized top floor with loads of windows. That mm. This is the same kind of shape. He's trying to take you to a lift that will take you up to the top floor like that of a different building on top of the building you're on. Uh, yeah, he calls the lift and then kind of gestures for you to get inside and is like, get in. Of course. Um, and I, I get him. Come listen to Dice or Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. He gets in with you. It's quite a squeeze, um, and you have to you have to stand in uncomfortable silence for twenty seconds with German flathead as the elevator shoots up the side of this building and into a very large open plan metallic um, space. You can see what might be a cramped living area on one side, but most of all, this looks like some kind of observationy control deck tower. And he like starts to lead you towards um, a fleet of computer monitors uh, against one wall. As as you cross over the middle of the floor, could I take a dexterity saving throw? Oh, no. Hey, guys, yeah. good news. You will get... Um, plus four? Plus uh, three to your saving throws because my aura of protection. Nice. Yeah. 20 and above? 21. 26. Okay. Uh, 15 to 20. 18. 17. 10 to 15. Oh, wow. 5 to 10. 5. Oof. You all see the floor start to move and fling yourself to the side, but Faraday is caught by a, uh, a hard light cage that springs up around her and boxes her in place in the middle of the floor. At least it's not a hole. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> At least it's not a hole. It's the reverse of a hole. Yeah. And German, like, seeing that it's only Faraday who's been captured, <laughs> shit. like, goes, shit! <laughs> I now, now, do not want to fight you. You tried to capture us in a cage. So that you would stay put. <laughs> we don't want to fight you either. We are simply here for some information. What information are you after? Uh, it's Marty Bonham. Marty? How can we find her? Tell us that, and I'll get out of your rather nicely made horns. Looking bemused, he like lets go of one of an end of his axe and like props it on the floor, and is like, "What do you want to know about Marty? Are you not here about Tali? Not everything's about Tali. 
Schlepp says that quietly and Lorelei just sort of giggles and is like, whilst I understand that Minnie and Tali will need to sit down and have a conversation, probably sooner rather than later, this visit isn't just about me. It's about something more. What is it about if it is not about Tali? <laughs> oh my god. Um, Why would you come here? History. We need to speak with Marty Bonham. Wait. You are on a history trip. We are on a history trip. Could you roll me something? Can it be a persuasion? It can be a persuasion. I've got a roll the five, so that's a ten. Lorelei, what do you say? And then we'll go from there with help action. History is incredibly important, and we believe that Marty Bonham had some very interesting things to say that are pertinent to the experiences and discoveries that me and my friends have made. You are you are historians too. Well, I'm a xenoanthropologist technically, but you understand that someone like someone like Marty Bonham, who obviously keeps such excellent company with with Tally Goldenhorn, would be of some use to us. You complimented Tali. I will allow that as a health action. Roll again, Jess. That is a 19 plus 5, 24. <laughs> okay. Jermin kind of taps his like fingers on the hilt of his axe and then he deactivates the blade <sighs> and points at the hard light cage containing Faraday and that deactivates too. And he says, all right, if you are historians, what, what is it about Marty's ideas that you wanted to talk to her about? She's not in Tourmaline anymore. Yes, we know, which is why we've come to talk to you. Because we heard that you might have some ideas to where she's been for the past however long. I don't know. She disappeared into the desert. Which direction? How long ago? And with what supplies? I do not know. She took dig supplies and vanished. Look, Mr. Um, Jamin. You can call me Flathead. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Flathead. <laughs> like a Phillips screwdriver. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Look, we we were told to come to you. Should I roll first or? Uh, roll first. Roll first. Eighteen. Okay. What do you want to say, Mr. Flathead? Oh, sorry. You named this is him. Your fault. You named him. I know. Mr. Flathead. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have played yourself, Paige. We came to you because we figured that someone as important as the site overseer who runs this place like a machine, who keeps it in tip-top shape, would know what's going on and who's coming in and would keep careful tabs on, you know, potential characters of interest. And and, and so that that's why we came to you. And so if if you can help us out in any way... We'd greatly appreciate it, um, especially coming from a man of your status. He kind of preens a bit under the attention and is like, yeah, I would love to help, but I do not know. Marty disappeared three months ago. Well, no, we understand that you might not know, but do you have any uh, any employees of yours who might have uh, heard of what direction we've gone in? No, none at all. No, no knowledge. Can we roll insight to see if he knows anything else? You can roll insight. Twenty-eight. Not that. Not that much. Let Lorelei do it. <laughs> Lorelei, when you talked to the urchin, he said Marty went missing six months ago. Well, I find that difficult to believe, considering 
we have it on fairly good authority from one of Marty's previous professors that she hasn't been in contact for six months, not three months. German starts to, like, his markings start to kind of flicker nervously. Uh, uh, what do you mean? It was, it was, it was, yes, yeah, yes. Uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, the three months. It was, it was three, it was, uh, six months. Sorry, six months. Can I cast Stone of Truth? I was hoping oh, some. Oh, God. I was, yeah. really, no. I was really hoping someone had that. I had it, but I got rid of it because I hadn't used it at all. And the Clerics, final chance. baby. Yeah, you can cast Stone of Truth. I swapped it in this morning. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Get that truth zone up in here. I guess that's. Guess that's fine. I guess. No, please, please do it. Do it. Please you make need, the truth it's, zone. He cannot. He's not compelled to automatically tell well, the truth. Well, you need but he to make a lie, charisma right? save. I have to make a charisma save. Okay. I rolled a twelve. That does not beat it. No. You can avoid answering questions to which you would normally lie. You can be evasive as long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth. Okay. He goes. Oh fuck! I know this one. It's a really shit spell, this one. You've ruined my voice as well. It took loads of practice to get that right. I think I, I, I imitate... <laughs> I'm going Im- to imitate his old voice. <laughs> yes, well, no, well, well, you don't get it anymore. You aim to sound like someone who lives in a crypt. <laughs> it's intimidating to the men, all right? Oh, look at me. So, sorry. Sorry. That's intimidating. Oh, look at me. I'm so intimidating. Oh, Tali, you're so cool. Okay, schlup. We're still in his territory. Let's not overstep. Hmm? Yeah, there's one of me in here, but there are guns on your head, so be careful what you say. We just want to know where Marty Bonham went and when. She's out at the dig site. That's incredibly ambiguous. Where is this dig site? dig site not here yes and as i previously established tali may not be super happy that you lied to me when i'm obviously trying to build bridges don't try the tali line on me you know i really do care about her so do i please just tell us where she went i don't care if it's an illegal dig i would be unimpressed if you forced her to go there But it's less about the dig being illegal and more about the fact that the dig is the dig is Tali's pet project. Fair enough. Is she there? She is a lot of the time. Well, that'll get this relationship related peace talk off the ground sooner than I anticipated. Would she hate to see me that much? No, she wouldn't hate to see you at all. Then surely it would be helpful for everyone involved if you just pointed us in the right direction see the thing is i i care about the boss which is why i don't really want to tell you where she is and i am honestly terrified of knowing where she is because emotions are a lot and she is a lot and i am a lot i am aware that i can be a lot but um sometimes the only way is through and the longer me and her put this off the longer it remains an open wound. We'll close it one way or another. You don't want to hurt the boss. You just want to know where Marty is. We want to know where Marty is and pick her brain about a few things. 
Okay. If you want to know where the dig site is, and he clicks his fingers, and one of the computers behind him turns on, and he kind of thumb he thumbs, he points at it, and is like, "You could check it for yourselves." How does he click his fingers? He doesn't have thumbs. You need a thumb to click your fingers. He does this with his nails. Great in an audio medium page. All right. <laughs> that doesn't that. Yeah, I'll click my fingers next to the microphone. The oh, listeners for God's sake, guys, he claps. <laughs> Thank pa- you. I was going to say, Paige took her two uh, fingers and she rubbed them together. and <laughs> Like a locust. Like, like a crooked's leg. It's difficult to describe. <laughs> you had to be there. He claps. Sorry. He claps and his computer comes on. Are you happy now? Yes. <laughs> I look at Faraday and sort of point my head towards the computer could you um go have a quick look? Okay. Um that would be computing. 20. With a 20, you go to his computer and you start clicking around and you find that Tourmaline and Mocatel as a whole have always been a bit of an outlier world like they were temporarily used as a base by the Namazir uh, hundreds of years ago during the War of Empires when the Namazir were at war with the Apelta, but it's not very well suited to the Namazir because it's very hot and very dry. So they, it's kind of just been a bit of a world that everybody, every little outsider comes and settles on from time to time. So at the moment, it's occupied by the Corsairs. So there are lots of buildings and ruins and semi, semi-completed semi dig sites all over Mokotel. And there seems to be a valley that ends in a circular hollow, which has like a rocky spire in the center. And that's flagged up as the dig site. It seems to be about five hours away by... So like. Basically, if you're in a form of transport, it's five hours away, out across the desert. Uh, can I, like, use my camera head ability and just, like, take some photos? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so I'll just take, like, I guess while she's scrolling through, I'll just, I'll take, I'll take some quick pics with my head. You make, like, a quiet click, click, click as you're, like, taking photos of this. And German's kind of watching you and he's like, like, there's no money in this place. If that's what you're after, there's no money on Mokotel. It's a miserable little rock full of fucking coal. Who uses coal these days? Whatever you're after. Like, with all this. Good luck. And Lorelei. Mm-hmm. The boss would be sad if you died. Be careful. So I can assume we're going to have safe passage out of here? I'll give you a day of immunity. Immunity from what? We didn't do anything to you. This is a Corsair city and you've walked into some of my most important buildings. We don't normally allow outsiders into Tourmaline. We're invited. We magically coerced him, Crick. Frankly, he is within his rights. We let you, I let you, in here because of her. And he points at Lorelei and he says, if she wasn't in here, you would all be dead. Yes, I'm aware of this. Um, Do you reckon a day will be long enough to get to the dig and back again? That's up to you guys. Okay, so yeah, you know where the dig site is. How do you, how are you going to get there? I would like to, on the way back down, grab the guard and look at him and be like, Hi, good guarding. Also, how can we very quickly get into the desert and then get back again? I mean, any kind of flying hoverbike, sparrow bike will do you. Okay, awesome. Where can we get one of those? What, to buy? Rent. 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 I mean, we're all pretty credit hungry around here. You could probably just ask someone with one and they'll lend it to you. Up, down, left, right. Which way? 
Oh, down by the shipyard. Okay, fabby do. Have a great day. Thanks again for the guarding. And I slipped the V back into his pocket. <laughs> okay. Slight of hand check, please, Duncan. <laughs> 28. I think as we're going out, I say, um, I have my own. Awesome. We need four more. And, well, would they accommodate Corral? We could get like a, 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 a plank of a plank of yeah trailer, and we just uh, strap in Corel there and just pull them along. Pull oh them along. Corel would probably need a trailer. Lorelei can fit on behind someone else, is what I will say as well. Okay, so what if we get two and attach a trailer behind it like a horse and cart? I wish there was a better solution, but there isn't. <laughs> as long as we've got space in case we need Marty to come with us. Yes. If we got a big enough trailer, then perhaps Marty could sit at the back. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hey. Karen Carol can have a little party. Um, can we do whatever check we need to do in order to make that happen? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, I will say that the people you find down by the shipyard who've got hover bikes, they're kind of like greasers and they love their bikes. Some of them have like sick-ass flame decals. There's one that looks like a shark. Um, they will probably try, knowing, being able to tell that you're in need, they will probably try and rip you off. They'll only tell if we're in need if we say that we're in need. If we play it cool. Yeah, but you're heading out across the desert so they know that you need hover bikes. They don't know that. They haven't told me. They'll put their apprentice knowledge to good use. I'm trying to put my apprentice knowledge. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't want to tell you this. Spin this out any longer. Okay, so they will essentially, they will look at you and they will try and charge you 5k a bike because they know they've got you cornered. And that's how these things work. 3k. If you want to haggle, I will let you roll for save persuasion. Natural 20. Natural 20. Wait, you? Two natural 20. Oh my God. They give us these bikes for free. Come on. They need the money. There's no way they give us for free. Not for free, but. But (laughs) What do you think, dear? Two nat 20s. They charge you 3,500 per bike, but they give you the trailer for free. Deal. I will cover this. Wait, all of it? I mean, we all. Do we, 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 do, we, do we all have money? I mean, I, you all have so much money. Yeah, you all have so much money, but Lorelei will cover it. But Lorelei, because we... Lo- Lorelei has the feeling that her ex-girlfriend's going to turn up. So I know we're in this together, Crick, but let me d- let me spend my money, please, Captain. You can cover the next thing for the bikes. Who can pilot? Who can fly a bike is what I'm asking. Schlurp can. Schlurp has a... They have a piloting license. Schlurp has a license for Sparrow hover bikes. I feel like Crick would know. Crick was a captain of a ship. I feel like he would have taken this course at some point. Yeah, okay. Crick can fly a Sparrow. Schlurp can fly a Sparrow. Everybody else is going to need to be a passenger or do it with disadvantage if we need any checks. Well, I'm just in the trailer, so... Someone can ride, yeah, someone can ride, <laughs> someone can ride with Schlurp, I guess. Carol's just got a book. They're like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling. Do we need two bikes then? Or do we just need one bike? And then I'll ride with Crick, Faraday rides with Schlurp, and then Corel. You can fit Corel and like a person in there with Corel. And yeah, so it might be just the one bike. Because you already own one, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, that's fine. So just the one bike. Okay, so yeah, you sort out the bikes and the trailer. To as to ascend to the desert above, um, there is a very very long steep passageway cut through, like like crack cut through the um fissure wall, which will take you all the way up to the surface. I imagine you have to kind of really gun it on the bikes to make it up this ramp. So I would like to take a piloting check from Schlurp and from Crick. Twenty. 
I got a 17. Also, I finally thought of a name for my bike. Oh? Liarbird. That's very cute. Yeah. So you both um, gun up, gun these bikes and rocket them up this long crevasse, like up to the surface in the desert beyond. So as you ride up, you kind of escape the sweltering heat of tourmaline and ascend into a cool, like a rapidly cooling desert evening. So you reach the desert above and head out across a barren world. The the system's star, like it's low in the sky now, but it's still pretty fierce. Um, the sky is desolate, patched with dust instead of clouds, and the land is desolate too, like a wrinkled cloth of sand and exposed rock that stretches on for what feels like eternity. You ride for like, I think I said three or four hours? I think you said five hours. Five hours. You ride for five hours across this landscape, and it is silent and vast and kind of terrible in its emptiness. But there's also kind of a beauty to this enormous quiet, like in the knowledge of how alone you are, which is kind of hard to explain. And as you travel, you pass like ruined spires and other kind of the signs of the different peoples that have settled here over the many hundreds of years. And then as kind of night is sweeping up over the sky, uh, you see finally something new, the beginning of a valley which you remember from the maps, this valley then drops down and opens up into a basin, which contains the dig site. I finished the book I spent the trip reading. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely have my sound system on. You're going so fast, you wouldn't be able to hear anything. (laughs) It's the principle of the thing. They're making a lot of noise, It's my advanced sight hearing. My advanced sight hearing. Get it? So do you just straight, head straight down? Like, what do you do? Perception check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 10. So 24. 31. What's even the point well, of anyone else doing these Why do we even bother? Lorelei could just carry us. Sometimes <laughs> Lorelei won't be with us, maybe. Wow. So Lorelei, you see at the end of this valley that basin with the dick site inside. You can also see that there's like a kind of shimmering dome across the whole of the site, which is presumably some kind of shield. And there is the same kind of barrier that like the only entrance that you can see to the site is a narrow um, ramp that cuts down into the basin and is guarded by armed guards. At this point, I suggest we just head down. I'm assuming if there's any way to communicate with them, they've already been told that we're coming. Do you head down? Yeah, do we just walk up to the front gate or... Broom broom up to the front gate. Oh, yeah, do we broom broom up to the front gate? <laughs> Roll up to the club like vroom vroom. <laughs> what up? Okay, you brum brum to the front <laughs> gate of the dig site. Wait, what do you what do you guys think? It's not brum brum. It's <laughs> God, and are met by five armed guards who don't quite point their guns at you, but do cock them as you approach. And the the tallest of the guards, a grey Araswati with green markings, calls out and says, "What business do you have with the corsairs?" I poke my head out from behind Schlurp, who is like three times my size, hold up the golden the golden acorn, um, and I'm like, Lorelei Wide Wanderer, we um, had a discussion with Mr. Flathead about, well, somewhere between five and six hours ago at this point. I'm hoping he called it, thought to call ahead if communication is possible. They're already like moving out of the way. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, heard, we spoke to German. Do you have trouble with him or was he all right with you? He did a funny crypt voice. Like like an old man in a crypt. 
Yeah, it was, it was kind of like this. Oh, he thinks it makes him more intimidating. He's really like, um, he's got a real thing about the fact that he's only like three foot two. He gets really funny about it. I'm like two foot ten. He needs to calm down. I know. He used to have bigger horns. It's like a whole thing with him. Ah, uh, fair enough. I've I've met a few people who get like that. Um, well, uh, thank you for letting us through. Ah, you're you're welcome. Just uh, don't cause too much of a mess, eh? That's uh, that's the plan. Is um, is your boss here? Oh, Tali. Oh no, no, she's off world. Been off world since yesterday night. Ah, thank you for letting me know. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, if you if you want to look around the dig site, you can. Just don't, just don't go joshing. All right, don't go poking around too much. Uh, we don't plan to. Uh, could you point out where uh, Marty Bonham might be in the dig site, please? Oh, Marty, uh, she'll be over in dig site C. Uh, when you talk to her, don't mind the manacles. Her and the boss are having a bit of a disagreement at the moment. That includes monocle? Monocles? <laughs> that includes <laughs> <laughs> multiple monocles? in a very fancy way. <laughs> like, that includes manacles? Next, there's going to be a top hat. Oh my. Yeah, she's not careful. We'll give her the top hat and then maybe the cufflinks. <laughs> and then she's out of line. In the end, there'll even be a fucking cummerbund. That fancy <laughs> walking stick. Oh, the horror. Oh, the pain. <laughs> Um, I'll try my best not to notice them. Oh, good, good. It's in your best interest. Uh, anyway, get in there. Brum, brum. Brum, brum. Would, would seeming still be up? Because it's an eight-hour spell. I'm just spending like five hours on bikes. You How? weren't in Tourmaline for longer than three hours. Okay, The spell enough. is still up. Can't be much longer, though. Can it, uh, can you cast it again today? Like, once more? Okay, that'll be, that'll uh, be maybe... enough to get back, though. Yeah, so yeah, wait wait yeah. until it's about to run out, then do it. That way we'll have it all ship shake. Okay. This, this is getting so much easier because they don't know who you guys are. I know, right? <laughs> Seeming! Thank you, Shona. Woo! You Thank imagine? you, Shlurp. Okay, so the barrier pinches and reforms, uh, creating a doorway that the, the five of you can pass through. Corel trundling along behind in their little trailer. <laughs> they just give a wave. As they, as like they, Making like a right. little poodling noise, like... It's like Corel goes fast in their little trailer. Um, and yeah, you are able to drive into the dig site. The dig site is uh, kind of a bean, a kidney bean shape um, uh, with the concave bend like directly opposite you. To the left, you have a large wooden palisade set against the wall and you can hear kind of growling noises coming from inside it. Um, to your right, you have a really large white tent and ranged at equal points around this kidney bean, you have three very large open pits with like cranes and wooden walkways descending into them. Uh, at the far, that far curved wall as well, you have one dark, like rough cut doorway that just empty doorway that goes into the wall of the basin. And on the right, you have a tent set against the wall, which seems to have a fancier doorway going into it. And all around are Corsairs, like, there are a bunch of them by the white tent, like, doing target practice with blasters. There's a bunch of them over by the wooden palisade. There are bunches of them ga- guarding each pit and each doorway. Yeah, where do, what do you do? Uh, look at someone and I'm like, uh, dig pit C, please. They kind of look at you funny, 
but then point you to the largest pit, which is over on the far right-hand side, beyond the white tent. Amazing, thank you. And you kind of putter the bikes over there and pull up at the edge of the pit and you can see that it is absolutely huge. It's like it's like uh, 30 feet across and descends for maybe 80 to 100 feet with these snaking wooden walkways heading all the way down into it. There are like busily moving cranes hauling up rubble and dumping it to the side and there's, a lot, there's like a swarm of activity going on inside it. And maybe one level down into the pit, standing flanked by armed guards is a human woman who matches the matches the picture you saw from dr umatana she is tall and black and broad-shouldered and she has just the most expressive and alert eyes like she's looking down with like open joy and fascination even though her hands are weighted down by shackles and yeah you look down at this scene what do you do well, I need to make a note first. As well as looking at Leone, it's a hole. A big old hole. It's a big hole. At least there's stairs this time, and not just like a ladder or a flying disc. This is true. But yeah, you are looking at Doctor Marty Bolan. I guess we go and try and introduce ourselves. Um, I just having been trundling along in the trailer for quite a, a time and not having much to do. I skitter up and, and, um, Dr. Bonham, I presume. Oh, are you here to join the party? Hey, it's Paige Dolby Evans, your game master, host, and resident dog person. I just wanted to say that the Junket podcast wouldn't be possible without the talents of the lovely people behind the characters. That's my wife, Leonie, as Dr. Faraday's Zenith Lewis, Duncan as Corel, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Shona as Schlurp, and Jess as Lorelei Widewanderer. Our show is powered by a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. To learn about the custom rulings, mechanics, and aliens that make our game possible, you can visit our website, thejunkitpodcast.com, or just ask us on Twitter at thejunkitpod. Lastly, if you're both willing and able, you can support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thejunkitpodcast. That's all from me. See you in a fortnight. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. <laughs>